All right. Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Burbeck and Garrison. Burbeck and Garrison. Hello, guys. <laughs> we have a good episode for you guys tonight. Um, we have a special guest on the phone. We have Ali Snow with us. Who's Ali Snow? Ali Snow. Ali, are you there? <laughs> Hello. Hi. Who is Ali Snow? How's it going? <laughs> good. How you doing? Good, good. That is, that's a great question, actually. I'm a lot of things, and uh, I can't wait to get into it. So I just want to let um, all the viewers or listeners know that whatever we talk about on this podcast tonight is also available, probably plus so much more detail, in a book, and we're going to get into that towards the end. But yeah, so if you're interested, definitely... Um, Stay in and get ready to hear all of this. Stay tuned. Okay, so Ali, I don't know if we want to just jump right into it and say like where you are at now in life, or um, I would like to take it back from your childhood and kind of just hear about your childhood and how growing up, um, how your childhood was like growing up. Absolutely. Um, no, that's that's actually a really good starting point because we need we need the background before we get into the mm-hmm. into the nitty gritty details. Um, but yeah, I grew up pretty much a nerd, uh, a loser, if you if you want to call me that. <laughs> I, I was the skinny kid in high school. Um, I had a lot of friends, but it was like the artsy type friends. Um, I was a boy chaser. I always had crushes on like every single guy in my grade, the older guys, like any guy I could Google at, I was crushing him, but I never had a boyfriend in high school. The whole time in high school? You never had a boyfriend in high school? school. Never, never. I did not lose, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 20. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) What was your family life like? Um, it was pretty good. My parents did get a divorce when I was like 16, 17. They fought quite a bit. And I was like, I was one of those kids that like could not wait for their parents to separate. Um, but we grew up like a pretty standard, like religious family. Um, I grew up in Canada, so we were like Catholic, um, not Christian, but, um, it was a pretty like well balanced childhood. We weren't like really, really heavy religious. Um, we would watch like Seinfeld at night. Like we had that like kind of humor in us and we'd always like make fun of people at church on the ride home. Like it was pretty, <laughs> pretty well balanced, like right from the beginning. Hmm. And then, um, sounds like my childhood. <laughs> You're lying your ass. We love Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. So you went from this pretty normal, um, like growing up and then, what happened next? Yeah. Like, where was the, what happened? <laughs> what was your first job? Well, Allie? what was your first job? The first job you ever worked? What okay. Okay. <laughs> this is actually really interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I was, I was, <laughs> I was 16. I worked at a garden center and I was like one of the girls that would help like bring manure bags into people's cars. I knew it. Like I had, I had no business having this job. Like this was like the exact opposite for me. And I did get laid off like pretty much when the seasonal work ended. 
Hmm. And then the next job I have after that pretty much set me on my career for what was going to be like my job for the rest of my life, which was um, I was a receptionist at like a high end tennis club. So I had this like really cool balance between sports and administrative work. And I really, really liked it because I got exposed to like all the athletes there and just like a new kind of life because I didn't have that growing up. I was a ballerina. I never participated in sports and I always loved like the athlete life. So that was kind of my intro into what I wanted to do for work um, and also just like the kind of work I would end up doing. Mm. Okay, so a normal growing up, a normal high school, normal first job, and then where was the switch? Like what led (laughs) to that? Yeah, it was, it's pretty clear, um, but it happened quite some time later. So like I said, I lost my virginity when I was 20 to my first love. He was an amazing boyfriend, like treated me so well. Um, And I loved him really, really hard. And then he broke up with me like very unexpectedly. And my heart was just like absolutely shattered. And pretty much since that point, I never had a normal dating life. Like every single guy I went after after him was a guy who was using me for sex. And that was like really the turning point for me when I realized the power of my sex appeal with men. Like I, I truly didn't understand it before that point. And so all throughout my twenties, I would dated like really, really shitty men who would treat me like absolute crap. But that's when I really started to harness like my sexuality. And then the, the massive, yeah, sorry. Did, did you know this, your first boyfriend, was that like somebody you knew growing up through high school or did you just meet him after that? I met him in college. So we were like college sweethearts. And the sex with him was just like always missionary. Like it was just, it was just, that was all I ever knew was just like And you missionary. wanted more? He would, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> you, I didn't you didn't know, know any better yet? No, I didn't at all. You like, just thought that was it, huh? Oh, yeah. And, but you know what? It was good. It was good sex. Like, I orgasmed. Um, like, he's one of the few boyfriends that ate me out. Like, he treated me really well. And I, I don't think I really knew that. But the sex was, like, intimate. And it was good because of that. And then, honestly, all the guys after that in my 20s, it was bad sex. But I was addicted to, like, just going after men and, like, constantly winning them. And that that's where my, like, addiction to just, like, winning men kind of started. Because I didn't really have that in high school, right? I went my whole, like, first 20 years of life just, like, not winning the guy. And then all of a sudden, I was, like, getting all the guys. Mm. Kind of like a little player or something, huh? Yeah, chasing them down exactly. and then and then leaving them. Like it be, it became leave an, a, an addiction in a way. Did you leave them, it or was, was they was, leaving you mostly? Or? They were leaving me mostly till this point. Yeah, it was like relationships that I wanted to be in that they weren't giving me. So it was just like shitty relationship after shitty relationship, if you would even call them that. So I'm and then the, I'm kinda, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. The real, real turning point for me when, and I can get into what happened after this, but I 
what I had a boyfriend for pretty much 12, 13 years, starting when I was like 27 years old. Oh, shit. And, um, or 20, 20, I guess 26, I can't do the math. Anyways, um, he was not faithful to me for one single day of our relationship. Um, and I actually didn't know until a good like five, six years into dating him. Like I was fully in love with this guy, thought we were going to get married, thought we were going to have a family, babies together. Like that was the track I was on. I was like finally into that zone of life. And then the biggest turning point for me was when I discovered he was cheating. And what happened to me after that, like the choices I made to get over it, just led me into like straight destruction, like total okay. self-destruction. <laughs> Let's get in that. So he cheated on you and you found out. And then what was the next step for you? Like, what so, was your plan? So, like your first two yeah. major dudes that you were into both, well, one kind of left you and then the other one was cheating on you the whole time. So. And broke my heart, really. Like both of them kind of really just broke my heart. And I, I pride myself on being a pretty smart person. And so the second boyfriend, like when I find out about the cheating, that's, and a lot of people will tell you this too, like when there's infidelity, it's, it's not the sex that hurts. It's the lying because like, you feel like an idiot. You're like, how did I not know this? Like, how was this happening this whole time? Like, I thought, I really thought I was smart. So how did you, how did you find out that he was cheating? This, oh, this is lovely. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, there were several things. So he he's, he's in sports. Like, that's where he works. So it's a part of the culture there. They just all fucking cheat all the time. And um, I came home one day. We were living together. And I had a whole bunch of, like, photos on, on my nightstand. And they were all shoved in the drawer. And I was like, that's really fucking weird. And so I asked him. I was like, Hey, what what happened here? He's like, oh, I was just cleaning. I went on a cleaning spree. I'm like, that's okay. And I knew right away. I'm like, if I pry, he's not going to tell me. Like, I'm smart enough to know that. So he went on a run one day, and I did the classic thing where I opened up the guy's phone, which I'd never done before. Like, I'm not that person. But I, I wouldn't let this go. I knew I was right about something, so I had to know. I opened up his phone. The first message I see is, like, a number that's not saved in the phone. I open it up. It's a picture of a girl's tits, and she says, do you ever feel bad for cheating? And he just goes, no. And that's Damn. the end of the conversation. And wow. I was like, oh. Fuck. I, I, I don't know how you spin that bored. one. Yeah. <laughs> how do you yeah. spin that one, Sauce? Spin that for me. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were just role playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it got so much worse after that. Like, he. You stuck with um, him? There would I stuck with it. So I, this is where I'm a little bit, I'm actually the perfect person to cheat on because I'm not, um, (laughs) I'm not an open relationship kind of girl. That's not what I want, but I'm, I'm the kind of person that like, when I meet someone, if I like them, I like them and I like them as a person. And I re I find it, it's really hard for me to make that kind of connection with people because I just need someone who's on that real level with me. And I thought I had that with him like fully when I found out about the cheating, I I understood, okay, there's a deeper level that I still don't understand, but I still feel like we get each other more than I'll ever meet with someone else. So I, 
And also I was still in love with him. Like that didn't break my heart completely. So I stuck around and, um, worse things happened. Girls started contacting me on social media, you know, basically telling me stuff that they'd done with him. Um, there were like strippers that started messaging me two separate strippers from two separate cities. Oh, strippers. Me- sent me messages. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate but like it was more it was more like a learning process for me like I was curious about these girls like I wanted to befriend them I wanted to learn like what the fuck is happening like what why does my boyfriend want to stay with me like why does he still see me as this like perfect wife because that's what he wanted during this whole time he went and brought an engagement ring like he was he wanted me to be the mother of his children. And then this is where the psychological fuck up really started to happen to me. Because when you cheat on a girl, like the kind of cheating he was doing was just fucking other girls. It wasn't having affairs. It wasn't having a love affair. He was he again emotionally, emotionally attached to these women. It was strictly just sex. Never. He wanted 100% to have his future with me. He wanted me to be the bearer of his children. And like that was 1000% clear to me. And it, it started to really turn me because I started to reject that idea because I was jealous of what he was getting with other girls. And I was like, why can't I be a whore too? Like, why can't you look <laughs> at me like that in bed? And this is where, like, when you asked me, like, how did this transition happen? That's exactly how it happened. Because I was rebelling against him not looking at me that way. And I was like, oh, you don't think I'm a whore? Okay, I'm going to go and be a fucking whore then. And that's really where my mind went. And that's the kind of guys I went after. I was like, who's going to look at me like I'm a straight up girl that they just want to fuck and leave? Well, like, you that's showed all him. I wanted. Yeah, that's where Ali Snow started, right there. That's Miss. That's that, Ali Snow, right pretty, there. Yeah, pretty much. So pretty much, you it found, was. Yeah, you found out he was cheating, and then like, what was your plan for like, so-called your get back? So, it wasn't. It wasn't a complete plan. Like, I'm going to get you back. It was more like a slow boil. So, this is where. Like, if you were to ever ask me if I had any regrets, like, this is the story that would kind of be that. Um, the very first affair that I had, and I say affair because, like, I did get emotionally attached to some of these situations. Like, I'm a girl. We just we just tend to get a little bit more So they do say that, so, just to get off topic, or, well, it's on topic, but yeah. to, to, when women cheat, is it more of a emotional thing, like the, more of an attachment? Like like you said, this guy, anything he, anytime he cheated, it was strictly just sex. Do women do that yeah. or no? In your opinion? They do. I can, they do. They definitely do. I've met lots of women that do. But if, I mean... Generations are changing, so I would say it's like more likely for the younger generation to just be able to disconnect. But I would say women more and more inclined to just even get a little bit more emotionally attached because the the sex is better when you have that like little element of intimacy, um, even if it's just kind of like fake love. 
it's nice to like portray that when you're having sex because it's just it makes it so much better and so and you said <clears throat> affairs did you have multiple affairs with while you were with this dude yeah that, and you were kind of feeling a connection between multiple dudes yeah i couldn't i couldn't help it like i the the very first guy i had an affair with was actually um his boss <laughs> and this is the guy that broke your heart right? hello that a girl hello <laughs> this, this is the yeah. guy that broke your heart well, the first two broke the, up. This is the one Bo- that both cheated. Of them this is the broke one that heart, cheated right? on you. This is the one that cheated. So yeah, you yeah, stayed with him, and then you had an affair with his boss. Yeah. Period. Yeah, Good job. and it was, yeah, <laughs> but it was an accident, right? Like it was, it was one of those situations where we're like all out for drinks, and this guy, he's like, you know, I like a rough around the edges kind of guy. He's like very much that, and I was just like having a drink, and I just see him out of the corner of his eyes look at me and like it was this very pivotal moment where I'd never been looked at like that where it's like I felt like he just wanted to fuck me like instantly and that was all he wanted for me and I was like wow this feels amazing to be wanted like that and I went after him because he was hesitant because like you know the relationship between all of us but that's when I really turned on my like boy chaser kind of like high school alley uh version of me and i was like i'm gonna fuck this guy like i'm gonna make this no happen idea. i'm gonna what was he no. a, this was, was he, like a work none. thing though right it was like a work thing he was close with his boss or yeah he was oh yeah so i mean oh, he yeah. must have been pretty close, close if you guys you guys are kind of hanging out frequently as like a group yeah okay. yeah. yeah and um the way I actually, <laughs> the way I actually ended up fucking him was a whole story on its own. But he has he had his own kind of fucked up life, and he had a marriage where basically he was bored in bed with his wife, and he wanted to like his dream was to watch another guy fuck his wife. Dude, what is and, it? some dudes that uh, get into this shit? I don't yeah. understand that man. Yeah, fuck life. Yeah, but that, it's more that, common than you think. It's it's like the the strangest thing to me, man. I I can't wrap my mind around uh, where where per, there's a lot of kinks, and I get it, man. A lot of people have weird little fucking uh, their own little thing, foot fetishes and weird shit, and yeah, I, and I don't know, man. Some about these dudes that just want to see their wife get fucking hook up with another dude. It, mm-hmm. It's just I I don't understand it. Like, why does that do something for you? So you guys had to be you on know the what level. it is. It's, it, Go ahead. I do want yes. It, please explain this. It. They it's, they want to see somebody else which is it, thrashing that ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a kink in itself, right? It's if you think about like when you're watching porn, you're watching two people have sex. So, and not I'm not sure if you would ever have a kink of just wanting to watch live sex. I mean, there's definitely parties for that and stuff like that where you're not related to the people. Yeah, um, that that's the thing. People I think, have that especially king. in San Francisco. Well, I'm thinking that it's different yeah. because this person is your person. Yeah, but yeah. but go on. I want to hear this. <laughs> so she wasn't gonna go for that, but he was just kind of like wishing on a star for that kind of thing. And I knew this, and I used this against him. So I started to like portray myself as this really 
sexual figure in his life. And I would play on that fantasy that he had about his wife. And so I would plant little seeds in his head of like, well, would you ever want to watch me with your wife? Like, and you have to understand, like, if you met me in person, like, I'm very much a, like, still kind of a nerdy girl, like your girl next door. Um, I don't look like someone or quite often sound like someone who's just going to go and suck your cock off. Like, I don't come across that way. So I had to really like ease my way into this guy's life because I knew he was used to just fucking girls. And I had to get on that level and make sure he knew I could handle that kind of experience. So I eased my way into the situation by just like slowly painting these little fantasies for him. And the more he knew I would be a candidate for just fucking and leaving and not getting emotionally attached, the more he could picture me um, doing it. And that's, that's where I got the reality of it in his head. It took about a good few months for me to like, build this with him. And yeah, because he was very hesitant because he was very close with my boyfriend at the time. Um, and then pretty much when I, I just pressed go, I, I knew he was like, he was thinking about it all the time. And I'm like, now I've got a pounce. And in that moment when I did, I, I went over to his place. His wife was out of town. Um, I snuck in. I didn't say a word to him. I made sure like not to have any kind of emotional connection. I gave him a blowjob. And then I sat on his cock for like a good 30 minutes. He came again. I put my clothes on and I left. And that was the first time I ever cheated. And after that, I felt very, very powerful in a in a really bad way because I was like, because you burglarized okay. his cock. I, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel yep. guilty. You didn't, and like it. Op- I did not feel guilty at all, Atta and I it, it. I was like, this is this is not great because I knew what I could potentially end up doing if if like <laughs> I just kept going with this, and that's. That's exactly what I did. I did keep going with it. How many times did you smash his biscuits? <laughs> How many times? Uh, only twice. Only twice. Really? Only twice. And yeah, because then <laughs> I, <laughs> so in the process of like kind of enticing him and get it, like gaining his attraction to me enough so that he would actually fuck me, he had a son um, that was 18 at the time yeah and he was kind of crushing on me because i was showing up everywhere they were out wearing like scantily clad clothing and like he had this kind of like babysitter dream about me and i didn't know that until later on this is like porn stuff kicking (laughs) off right here yeah for sure so like (laughs) by the time i end up fucking him and then like kind of just getting bored of that situation I'd moved on to other things his son had turned 20 and he was like on Instagram and I was like he sent me an ad one day and I was like oh shit you're you're fucking hot and you're almost 21 I'm in Canada by the way so it's like different I don't even know what the age of this thing is but Eight, 18 he was old in enough. the US what is it there <laughs> yeah. I, I actually don't know. I'm sure it's 18. You might want to find out. I hope it's 18. I hope it is. Yeah. How old were you when he was when he was 20 or 21? How old were you? I was 33. 
Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, so he so hit you up. <laughs> who who was the best in bed? Who was who was be- yeah? Who was better, dad or son? Okay, okay. Before I answer that question, this is the best part. All right. His oh son, shit. His son, when we were in bed, told me about fantasies he had of his ex-girlfriend, of watching his ex-girlfriend get fucked by another guy. Dude, and it's hereditary. It's hereditary. I had heard it before, and I had, I, I was like, holy shit, this is actually true. And I'm like, I didn't say anything, because I'm like, surely he hasn't spoken to that stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But You're not kicking it with that. your it pops talking about shit like that. So, Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is fucked up, but... To get back to your question, um, the father was better, um, and I, but I think it had more to do with the fact that I was like more into his father, like intimately. I was like mm. really, really excited for the opportunity, and I just kind of like dreamed up this scenario in my head. So the fantasies were like playing out while we were fucking, and it just kind of like got me going more. Whereas the son, I felt like I was just filling the sun's fantasy i was like i'm gonna be that's cool, cool though. That, yeah, like babysitter that, dream come true <laughs> yeah. you're a yeah you're a humanitarian now, yes. right? yeah. 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 Exactly. Let, me, let me ask you this exactly. though let me ask you this though who had the bigger cock son or father his son really damn yeah jeans got passed down from yeah. the mom huh who, who was the best <laughs> out of all three of them your boyfriend the boss or the boss's son boss Damn. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so at star. this point, the reason why he's the boss, he was bossing up. When you're with the son, you're still she with had your the boyfriend. Old bull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She wants to have. Sorry. One second. So you're still with your boyfriend. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, and he has no idea I about was... either one of them. No clue. Okay, well, I'm. I was just a better liar. And how was you feeling about it? It was was feeling great. Like this little secret was feeling you were enjoying this, the whole little secrecy of it and like how you were starting Um, to move. Yes, but it was more like, it wasn't like, oh, fuck you, boyfriend. It was like, oh, I, I actually can do something I put Mm. my mind to. I know that's kind of weird. Like, oh, this is a goal that I attained. I fucked this. But like for me, yeah, it was. It was pretty cool because it was something I hadn't done before. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess I am hot. I'm hot now, finally. Yeah, it's like so a confidence boost happening. for you. Some of that, yeah, some yeah. of that probably stemmed from high school where you're not feeling like exactly. you're wanted and mm-hmm. you're kind of like this weird, quirky girl. And, exactly. and guys aren't, oh, sure. aren't wanting you. So now you're in this position where you're enticing married men and yeah. Like guys that exactly know, like, know better in the mess with you, and you're still able to pull them in. It's like you got the power now. You got the juice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck yeah. all that. But uh, did you? Uh... So after the sun, after the sun, what was next? Yeah. Um. So I should mention that during this time, while I was working full time, because I, I worked full time this this full time, um, I had started an online journal on this site called medium where I was posting um, like old journals from my philosophy class in college on it. And I was doing this because I was just super bored in my job and like really had nothing better to do. And I just, I have this creative side of me. So I was like, let me just start posting these things. And there was one day where I posted this journal 
um, that I had written when I was with my first boyfriend when I was 21 years old. And it was kind of playing on the myth of Sisyphus. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's like this Greek kind of thing. Anyways, I was using it and making parallels to uh, make an argument for how like cheating actually isn't that bad. And I had written this when I was with my first love (laughs) and hadn't like, you know, hadn't, he hadn't cheated on me. I hadn't experienced cheating in any kind of capacity, but I was always the kind of person that would question like the, the morality and like the whole system that we created about relationships and like all these rules that are surrounding it and all that stuff. I, I was kind of questioning all of that already. And so I posted this journal and this, um, erotica publication has picked it up because there's some sexual elements in it and they said you know hey do you want to can we post this on our site i'm like sure and the next day i had all these followers and i was like oh that's kind of fucking cool and all these people were like connecting with me on these like sexual with these like sexual questions and all these things i thought oh that's that's kind of cool and i was responding to them back and there was some instances where i was like actually getting like a little bit turned on from our conversations just by like writing back and forth to like guys that were interested in certain things. And so I kept posting. That's when I kept writing and posting and I would start writing like actual erotica, like fictional things. And I started really honing in on my craft as like a writer, but also it played into my personal life at the same time because I was like figuring out how to talk to guys and sex on a level that was just like unmatched to other women. So while I was going after these guys and like moving through and like having affairs, I was realizing like the upper hand I had on a lot of different, in a lot of different capacities, like both in how I had this independence to me um, that I wasn't going to like go after these guys, fuck them and try to be in a relationship with them. Cause I was in a relationship with myself, but also because I was like a very sexual creature and I would like hit on little points that they'd never they'd never quite heard of you know like guys always get these texts from girls that are just like hey you know like trying to be sexy like do you want to fuck or whatever like they'll send like sexy news and whatever but those are getting played out and I would come in and I'd message guys with like these really like detailed (laughs) paragraphs of like what I would do to them and it was like instant responses like okay, yes, I want to fuck you right now. So, um, do you, do you think, so I was kind of like building on that. Do you think physically, um, like looks-wise and body-wise, maybe you're not as hot as some girls, but you might be able to pull some dudes over a, a girl that's hotter than you? Just yeah. because of the... Yeah, so I'll give you an idea of... Yeah, what I look like is I'm tiny. <laughs> I'm about like 105 pounds. By four, um, I have uh, my breasts are like a small B, and I've got like a cute little bottom. So I'm pretty, and my face is pretty, pretty nice. <laughs> so I've got all that going for me. And your mom I am not. I'm. I. <laughs> um, I'm not the girl with the size B chest. I don't have like voluptuous ass. I'm not super curvy. So yes other women are like they do come across more beautiful than I do. I'm definitely not a supermodel either. Either I'm not five nine. 
Um, I don't have that look to me. So yeah, I'm not the most beautiful woman you could ever pick out of the bunch, but I'm definitely, I'm pretty. And the one thing I do have going for me that most guys really, really like, um, I'm not going to say my pussy because I don't have the porn pussy. Sorry to disappoint. What is the um, porn pussy? Yeah, what my, is the porn pussy? The porn pussy is like, it's basically like a really closed up pussy. Like you don't, like none of the meat is hanging out at all. Like you're just, it's like super tight. No rose From beef. the outside. Yeah, no roast beef exactly. sandwich. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you got a little roast um, beef down there. No, I so got a little roast beef. It looks no. like a little flower. <laughs> you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, me and Allie go way back. Damn, you and Allie be chopping <laughs> yeah. it up like that? You already seen the vajayjay? It goes though? down yeah. in the DMs, man. It goes down. Oh, now we're getting to the juicy <laughs> shit. Uh, do, do I think like, uh, so, um, so like on my perspective though, like I'm thinking like, do you think you just, and don't take this offensively, but like, you know how to manipulate yeah. men a little bit better than yeah. most women do? Absolutely. But, yeah, because yeah, that's like what and I'm I getting like, like. I feel like, you know, you just know the way to like really make a man just like want you more than than the average woman exactly. might. Well, yeah. I feel like that's anything exactly. with like on both sides. Like a man could, you don't have to be the best looking motherfucker. That's actually like you have a little pride it's in like it. If you, if you could yeah. pull a woman yeah. and you're not the best looking dude or the dude with the most money or whatever it may be, that's yeah. fucking, you're the dude that yeah. you got that game, that mouthpiece. Well, well, they call it now Riz. looking into Riz. it, like um, from what she told us, I feel like that a lot of guys almost find it more intriguing and interesting when a girl just wants sex. Like, when she really just mm. wants to have sex and leave, yeah. and they're like, what the fuck? Why are you leaving? Like, <laughs> because they're used to bitches yeah. wanting a relationship and not wanting uh, to just have sex, where she's coming at it as almost like that men mentality where I just am here for the sex I'm too, brother. To like, yeah, that's it. Don't tell exactly. Me, and I knew that, me. and I used it. Mm. So, um, at this point, you have had two affairs. Well, Did you affairs, get caught? Lightly. Yeah. You haven't got caught yet. No. Did you get caught? Never. He he never found out you did his boss and his you boss's son. devil you. Never. That a girl. And then you were writing these <laughs> yeah. journals and then what happened wait, next? Wait, wait, you guys broke up on good terms? <laughs> we did, yeah. Damn. Um, yeah. Does he still work for that boss? A- <laughs> yeah. That's a good no. question. Oh, no. That's good. <laughs> Are you still in contact and I actually, with him? Either of them. I, I, yeah, I, I am. I, I called the boss after we broke up, like the day, the day we broke up, and I said, "Listen, you you this for me first, and I just need to, you to know that I'm never revealing this." And he said right away, "He's like, yeah, I'm taking it to the grave with me. I'm like, beautiful. Thanks. Bye." Perfect. That's great. Um, That's perfect. So and then that was that. you're writing your journals, <laughs> and then what's next for you? Um. Okay. So I had started to become really bored with like ordinary men. I was on, I was on Bumble. I was on Hinge. I was trying to pick up like quote unquote ordinary guys and just like go in for sex. And it was fine, but I was getting bored. And I was sitting at home one day um, and I was like scrolling through Instagram and I saw this guy came across my feed. He was a prof- professional athlete and he had like all sorts of followers, but he was like, there was something about this guy. Like I had no, I had no idea who he was, but there was something about 
the way he looked. Like he had, um, you know, a very like chiseled body. All his photos were like in his team gear and all that stuff. He had like photos of him working out and all that shit. But like, I saw something more in him and I sent him a message. This is like the first time I'd ever done this. Um, just sent him a random message and I was like, Hey, um, and I literally just said, I think you're pretty hot, but I actually think there's something a little more genuine and intriguing behind those eyes. And I actually really like to meet you. And then I sent him a photo of my tits. And, um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was in the city at the time, um, the city that I was in and I got a message back from him like a few hours later and he was like entertaining. He, he was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why is this guy messaging me back? Like, this is so weird. Literally within a couple of hours of messaging, he gave me his home address Jeez. and was like, Hey, I'm home after practice this time. If you want to meet up, come over. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this guy is like, pretty famous <laughs> he's got all these girls after him i sent him one message like how many girls is he doing this with i actually didn't care that much about it but i was just shocked that he gave me his home address and it was like boom so i know that i kind of already had affairs i've met up with guys that had one night stands on bumble but this was truly like the first time i was going in without any kind of like real connection built like even just like a couple of days um, barely knew anything about this guy. And I was going in for like absolutely pure sex um, for the first time ever. With the guy that I had the affair with, I had built a relationship with beforehand, beforehand. With all the guys on Bumble and Hinge, I had like messaged them, built a connection. Even when I went over, I would talk to them beforehand. Like we would, you know, chat in their room for an hour. But this guy was like, oh, you're coming over and we're fucking and then you're leaving. I was like, oh, oh okay. Um, and I did it. I drove over to his house. I looked exactly like a hooker. Um, I had like these like, massive hooker boots on. this like tiny little short skirt. I show up his door. He lives in like a fucking mansion. And he answers the door in his towel. And he's like, oh, he's like, you actually came. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like I literally, I was messaging you like I'm gonna be at this time, and I walk in and like his dog's there. He's like greeting me, and he and he like kind of like walks away, um, into his kitchen, and I start like undressing. I take off my boots, I take off my coat, and I just kind of like throw it over the couch, and he's just kind of like in his kitchen, um, like making a meal. I'm like, I and then I I just kind of look at him. I'm like, I know I look like a hooker, but I'm actually not. Um. But anyways, show me your bedroom. Like, let's go right now. Um, he's like, okay, cool. And like, that's literally how simple it was. We went up to his bedroom. I gave him a blowjob, like my signature move, <laughs> nice. because I'm good at it. Right. And then, um, and then we fucked. And then I left immediately. And what? he started. Yeah. What sport Sorry. did was this guy in? He was an NHL player. Um, and he was uh, one of those. He was like the fighter. He was like the tough guy. Fighter He's an enforcer, on the team. dude. Yeah. yeah. 
We don't yeah, know a and, lot um, of hockey about hockey here in this, at yeah. least not in our area. <laughs> yeah, but we, don't but we do know that California. there's some dudes that are like the aggressor dude on the team. And, and oh yeah, and I take it he beat that thing up a little bit that night too. <laughs> oh yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> I I like so he he was good. He was the best sex I'd ever had. He's wow. the best sex I'd ever had up until that point. Good and stuff. I think the reason for that is because he had a couple of screws loose. Like, I'm <laughs> convinced the more crazy you are, the better you are in bed. Oh, he's crazy he dick is like the best dick. Proof of that. We thought that was just yeah, with women. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's totally. It yeah. goes both ways. It, but huh? like, yeah, it was just, Dope. he was just so like into everything. Like, he would just. It was unlike any experience I'd ever had before. Like most guys would just like lay there, did or he, did you know, you the go booty? in such a position. He, oh, he did. How'd you know? That a boy. Wow, uh, hockey players get uh, down like that, huh? They ate that booty. Oh yeah, Console yeah, yeah. hockey on that motherfucker. That's, uh, that's just the beginning of it. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> shit, come on, homeboy's a freak. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta adjust myself. Go I, ahead. If, <laughs> if we're gonna paint, if we're gonna paint brushes among sports nhl still pretty clean um if i'm gonna name like two sports where they are obsessed with the booty hole and on their side not on mine um it would have to be nfl and mlb damn that's the most request i've ever had for please fuck me in the ass they want their ass wait not you Hold, hold yeah. the fuck wait, wait, wait. on. They want to be wow. fucked in their ass? Fuck. Yeah. NFL and, yeah. Oh my and God. the MLB. What the fuck? And football. And the, the okay, fuck? so the first yeah. time a guy asked you to do this, because, I mean, you said for the most part, you just was, <laughs> were having missionary sex when you first started off. What the fuck were yeah. you thinking when this guy was like, no, I want <laughs> right. you to fuck me? Wait, this hockey player ate your ass, right? Yeah. Or, is that yes, what? He did. Huh? Yes, he did. So okay, so. He, did we, you reciprocate? We carried. I did. That was the girl. first time Damn, I ever That's ate. a team player. <laughs> yeah, you right are. There. You're you're yeah. you're about it, Allie. We we like that. Oh yeah. I, I mean sure. not like, like I that. I was like, okay, this guy's <laughs> yeah. This guy's playing a game tomorrow. I could eat his ass. Oh like, fuck. It was like Fuck. You guys gotta calm him down for his of, big game, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And but that's Shit. it riled me up, right? Like it this is where like the addiction really started. Because then it was like, Oh, this is really cool. Like I'm now gonna watch this guy play this game i'm gonna watch him win the stanley cup like and you guys i watched was just eating, all of that happen you guys was eating each other's booty it, yeah. hole the night before and now he's <laughs> yeah. out there playing in the stanley exactly. cup no shit was this during exactly. the stanley cup so he this was a few years later i stayed with him we had a casual relationship for about four or five years and wow. about year three is when he got the cup Congratulations. Um, and you guys were doing cool. some freak shit like the mm. night before and Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. You was giving yeah, him yeah, his yeah. powers, you was powering him <laughs> up. You damn near you damn near yeah. fucking deserve a Stanley Cup. You deserve yeah. a ring for yeah. sure. You deserve a Stanley Cup for sure. That's you, honestly it's, in the it's not my best. <laughs> <laughs> I've got better stories. I've oh got, right. Oh stories. shit. Fuck oh, yes. yes. Yeah. I need a cigarette. Um the he, so he was kind of like my warm up. I know NHL; it's not that impressive. 
to Americans. I, I get it. No, but, it's, uh, it's it cool, gets, though. It's, it seems like tough, guys. You, you had to have been, like, a little blown away that you hit this Literally. guy. Up, and this was the same way, the same day, right? Like, you hit this guy up and... Oh, what? yeah, yeah. And a few hours later, you guys are doing the damn yeah. thing. Damn. Yeah. Let and he, he wanted more, like, right? He would text me after, like, it was like, I, I was bewildered. I was like, why do you want me? Like, what is it about me? I'm sure, like, I'm not stupid. He's fucking other girls during this whole time yeah. as well. But, but the fact that he, like, still wanted me as you part still, of his, yeah. like, yeah. His uh, Rolodex, like harem. It was cool, yeah. Um, and I was flattered. Like, of course, I'm going to be flattered. I know not not all girls would feel that way, but like, this is where I got my my like hits from. Um, and this is where it really became like an addiction because once I knew I could get one of them, it was like, who could I get next? Mm. Um, and this is where the gateway to like sex work really started because. I wasn't getting paid with any of these guys. It was only later where I like had built up kind of a circle of like, Oh, this girl's good. Do you want like, then they would start to like tell their buddies and their like playmates. And it was just like word started to get out of like how cool I was. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, (laughs) and that's when it really started to spread. Yeah. Yeah. With with this so, like within the the whole sports world, like your name was kind of out there amongst these guys, or is that is that what we're saying here? It wasn't quite like that. It would just kind of stay within like buddy to buddy. So mm-hmm. like when I started in like the MLB world, that's when shit really started for me because the guy I went after was very like a very very big name, and that's when I was like. I couldn't believe that I, like he was messaging me back. I was like, what, we, we would all, right now? we would all know this guy, the Americans. We would all know this guy. Yeah. And what are his, yeah. what is his um, initials? <laughs> <laughs> what team did he play for? For what year? Yeah. And what position? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this was definitely the coolest. It was the coolest experience I had outside of the sex work because mm-hmm. When he messaged me back, it was like you he land, was you landed I, a big fish. Oh yeah, yeah, and like it was when he was like doing very, very well. Um, and so Absolutely. like I have I had like the sports channels on in my house all the time. Like I'm watching highlights all the time because I just I like sports. And like he was constantly on, and like that's how I kind of got to know him. And that's why I went after him because I thought he was pretty cute. But like. It was it was really cool because after we hooked up, like the day after we hooked up, he got two home runs that very day, and that trend like continued. Every time I saw him, he would have like massive hits the next day, and it would be something that we would joke about together. I'd be like, and baseball I, players are superstitious. You know. Yeah, so hella he, superstitious. He, he probably yeah, good luck. Like, I, I need some of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah. Wade, exactly. Wade Boggs ate chicken and whoever ate yeah. you. I got a big game tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So when you went after this dude, was it 
just on looks or was it he was very high up like what was the main appeal to you what was the the thing that was attracting you to this dude like i want to i want to try to get somebody very high okay yeah it was it was that um i want to get someone very high but it was also um like i have a knack for going after the one guy in the room that's got something a little deeper in him and i'll use um, I didn't fuck this guy, but I'll use this guy as an example. Joe Burrow is an example of that guy coming to life. Like there, the reason why girls like Joe is because it's not because he's cute. Like, yeah, of course that doesn't, that, that helps, but there's something different about Joe. There's like, there's like studious swagger. thing to him. Yeah. It's not, it's, he's not like, he's a little humble. Like, there's, like, all these little elements that girls are very, very attracted to that he just embodies. And I don't think guys really think about that. But that is why girls are so attracted to him. It, is, it really doesn't come down to looks. If you think about, like, rock stars, um, like, look how fucking ugly Pete Davidson is. Oh, and uh, I know there's rumors about, you like, talk. yeah, like, his cock <laughs> and stuff. But, like, it, that's, it's, it's actually not it right like it, it, it's his personality and girls are very attracted to these kind of things that we can hone in on it from a distance we know and this guy there was something about him and i was like oh something I'm as, in, as in what they're just more interesting or what when you're saying you hone in on it what what is it if it's not looks it's not the big dick you're but you're sensing that there's more to this guy than just some shallow shit yeah he had substance to him uh-huh. he was you know, I was going to show up to his house and he wasn't just going to be like, sit on my cock. Like there was going to be something more interesting about him. And I, I need that to like take the intimacy to the next level. I need that to be motivated. If a guy wants me to do dominatrix work, I need the guy to give me something to grab onto, like so that I can give him the best experience. I can't give that to someone who's just like gives me money and it's just a straight exchange. And I think it was like kind of a two way street with, with guys. And that's why my name kept circulating and circulating because it was like, this girl, this girl's pretty cool. There's something unique about her. She wants to build a connection, but it's a sexual connection. Like it's for sexual purposes. And I don't think a lot of these guys had experienced that before, like a girl who was interested in them um, to get to know them, but purely for sex, purely to make sex the best it can be. So before we go on, you want to smash Joe Burrow, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. I do. Viral. I really nice. do. Nice. Yeah. Viral. And, and yeah. you're saying there's some there's some a little deeper to Joe than than just the surface oh, yeah. shit. Uh, he's he got a little bit yeah. more to him. My you quick. know, oh, I, I, I looked at him and I was like, there's something about this guy. I, I had no idea. And all I did was a quick wiki search. And it was like, boom. I, I saw it instantly. I don't know. He, I think he was like, it says he's into like Legos or some shit like that. He's like, heart <laughs> nerd. Like, there's just like things about him. Right. And it, I knew right away. I was like, yeah, I fucking knew it. He's. There's something more about him, and you wouldn't believe how much better that makes the sex. 
Like, mm-hmm. yes, crazy guys. You shove a leg up sex, his ass. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, when guys are fucked up just in general or just, like, the stuff that can come out of them, like, I... I don't know what it what it is, but there is something about the way I talk to guys. There was a there was a guy once, again another big name. Um, this one was the NFL. We started messaging, and he immediately started telling me about his dominatrix kink, um, but he didn't label it like that. He didn't introduce it as that idea. He was kind of like a little bit scared about it. He was kind of introducing it as like, "Hey, do you have any dildos?" Like, have you ever used one on a guy? The and then, like, fuck? I would ask him questions back. And, and then I would say, like, why are you messaging me this? Like, because hmm. I was actually gay. concerned for him. Yeah, well, I actually, <laughs> said, yeah, yeah, I'm going well, to I'm going to get to that later. I'm going to get to that later because I have I have, oh, I have an shit. opinion about that. Oh, based oh, on my that it's gay. They're gay. But, like, <laughs> it, you know what? I I'm going to disagree. Really? Oh, no, trust me, I'm a yeah. guy. They're gay. <laughs> Ignore him. No, I gotta no, no, hear this. This is great. <laughs> this is juicy. These guys, they you have to understand, athletes, their whole lives are about control. Like mm. they they work fucking hard for the money that they get. And every, their whole life uh, from breakfast to dinner is completely controlled. And all they want to do is let go of that. And sexually, yeah, it's fine. You have sex, you get a release, whatever. But with dominatrix work, it's more about like completely giving yourself up to someone else mentally. And that's what these guys are after. Yes, having a dildo in an ass is gay. part of it. <laughs> but it's gay. Like, well, okay, but have you ever had a finger in your ass? Never. Do you know what it feels? Oh, you- no, I do not okay. know what it feels like. <laughs> she said, "Okay." okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. Please, Ali, continue. Do the play by play on this motherfucker right now. I so a girl has never blown you, tickled your balls, and stuck a finger up your ass never. all at the same time. Never. Never. Is you're that, missing is, out. Is that I'm your like, thing? She said, you're missing out. No, I don't think <laughs> Allie, is that your thing? That's like That's your move? Thing. That's why she's the go-to. You of know course. what I mean? She's the go-to. <laughs> That's your fucking but, move? You, you, you blow them, tickle their balls, and put a finger at their ass? The eyes? trifecta. And then you not, have Not them? all the time, but I'll go for that. Sometimes, just the way I suck on them, I suck on them it's, it's good enough. Because I go into full porn star mode. I know. Are you doing that? Yeah, Sound like the seal. Not, not aggressive. I, <laughs> I'll make a lot of eye contact, but like in a good way. Like I, I know when a guy wants me to choke on his cock. Like I can get these sense of things. Like, okay, I'm gonna like playfully do this. I'm not gonna like put myself into situations I don't want to be in, but I'll do it to the extent that I'm comfortable with. And then I know it's going to hit his buttons. Um, so you know your way yeah, around the clock. Get used- oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so going yeah. back, let's just backtrack a little bit. So at this yeah. point, both of these men you've been with are just because you want to be. And then when did it turn into yes. sex work? It turned into sex work after the MLB star. And mm. baseball teams are 
pretty close. Um, well, like some of them, I guess, but they have bonds with each other, like unlike any other sport. And so they'll, you know, like word will go around the, lo- the locker room, but not in like a, like we're just passing around this kind of girl. It's like, Hey, this girl's really good at this kind of shit. Like, and then guys will get a little bit jealous and they'll want a little piece of it. And that's how it started. So I was introduced to a bunch of his buddies uh, on the team just on a night out. He asked me to come meet him because he wanted me to walk home with him that night. And then we were going to do a thing and then I was going to leave. And when I met a bunch of his buddies, they kind of were eyeing me up and down and they kind of knew the situation, what I was doing for this guy. And my, my casual relationship with the, with the player wasn't paid. But then he asked me, he's like, would you ever consider fucking so-and-so and so-and-so? And I didn't have an attraction to them at all. Um, and I didn't really, it wasn't because I was attached to this guy. It was just like, Hey, I just simply don't, I don't have that. Right. And if I'm going to, it's going to take a lot of effort. Um, and he's like, w- would you ever do it for money? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And at the time, and I don't, I haven't talked about this yet, but I had already kind of gone down like the porn route a little bit online where I was selling panties and I ended up selling videos of myself as well. Like it's paired with the panties. So I'd, I'd already gone, gotten used to this concept of like getting paid for um, something sexual related. How did so it really feel, wasn't that. How did you feel like finally, like, I mean, I know the panty stuff and the online stuff, but from going yeah. to that to then you're going to sleep with this yeah. man for money. Like how was that mentally for you? Yeah. Like, did it bug you? Did you feel good about it, it or? It was pretty seamless. Um, because they were professional athletes. Mm. Yeah, I, I would have felt very differently if it had been, quote unquote, someone normal, like an accountant right. or, you know, whatever. Um, there was something about their, the way they handled it that it just felt like I'm doing this because these guys want this. I don't really want it with them. So I'm doing it kind of as a favor, but then you also have to understand with a lot of these guys, some of them want to pay. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that they will have wives or girlfriends and they're used to the kind of the fact that transactional doesn't equal cheating. So as Mm. long as they pay for something, they're not actually doing anything bad. It's just like getting a massage or with a happy ending. It's not cheating. How did um, you feel? Like, I know you said that you got heartbroken because the guy cheated on you. So yeah. how did you feel as the other woman? With these, oh, with these guys who were having affairs? Right. Mm-hmm. Or like cheating? Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't care because I was that girl. And I'd been surrounded by so much of that in my relationship because every other girl I knew that was, the wife or a girlfriend um, either knew or like casually knew and just like ignored what was happening because they wanted to stay with their man for the money. They wanted to stay with their man for the, the clout, the security and all that stuff. And it was just like this understood world. So it was hard for me to feel bad for the women because 
they know what they're getting into. Right. I've as always wondered about sounds, that. I've wondered, like, these athletes, their their wives know yeah. what goes on, right? They know. I mean, they, they 100% have to know. These athletes are yeah. traveling constantly. They're fucking celebrities. Yeah. They're... They're, yeah. you know, they're whatever you're, you're going to be around like beautiful women are going to be throwing mm-hmm. themselves at you constantly. Like the women, Absolutely. the wives have to know what the fuck is going on. They would yeah. be foolish to not understand what is going on there. Like, Absolutely. At, and it, it's also, I mean, tell yeah. me, tell me this at a basketball game, like you'll see a lot of women there, like. They're dressed up, yeah. Not like they're going to a sporting event. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're dressed, dressed to the up nines. like they're going on a to For like a club. They, they want to, yeah, exactly. They're trying. Yeah, I mean, there's is, a lot of that. Is that what they're doing they there? It, oh, it definitely seems like that from my perspective. Like these broads, they they don't even look like they're watching yeah. the game. They look <laughs> like they're just there watching the dick. <laughs> they're trying to get in their pants, one thousand percent, and it does work sometimes um how, but do, how does that work do not, the basketball players see a uh a broad they like in the stands and they're like hey fucking send her back it'll be within like the after party kind of situation mm. like these girls that are in the stands they'll be at whatever little get together happens after so they know how to get into the rooms they know how to get into all that stuff um they're not like they're not a fan that's going to sit out and like um, wait for their car to drive by like they are within the circle after the game yeah um and the and they find they have, a way yeah. into that the seats they have ain't cheap seats like yeah, they're, no. <laughs> they're no. side and shit yeah, yeah. they're they're down there yeah, court side, these- not even watching the game <laughs> <laughs> exactly and they get these tickets through like a variety of different ways mm-hmm. but it's not it's not the like the most chosen method to to get with these guys it, it's usually they'll these guys will like how i ended up it's just kind of like an internet connection of circles mm. um because they want that kind of like trustworthy relationship and they'll have the girlfriends in every city and you know i'm just another one of them um, that's what i was well, that's what i was kind of thinking though too is like so you you kind of talked a little bit about like you know these players having like yeah. certain girls that they would kind of recommend so they you know their teammates and all that type of shit but like i don't i don't know yeah. like what your situation was like if you have a community of of girls that you talk to or you were part of a community of other no. girls that were doing this shit but like is that like a normal thing too where like girls talk about like oh this player he's definitely down for this shit you mean one 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 like you guys would kind of like you know link other girls in in that way or is it just kind of like you know, like, I don't know. You, you've always done your own thing. You've never been part of like. I've always done my own thing. Uh, so you've never yeah. had a pimp or never I, been part of a group that, or no. not a group, but like a business where somebody's sending you out to clients. You've always did this on your own. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know about them. I yeah, know about yeah. the pimp situations, but it's, those are the guys I don't want to get involved in. This is how I've kind of ended up a little bit lucky. Um, both in like the panty selling and then in this sex work, like because I have complete control and like I have the luxury of not having to beg for money. Like I have a full-time job. This is just kind of like a side thing that's nice to have. Um, But yeah, if the more desperate you are for money and the more desperate you are just 
to fuck a player because you want to get in that circle, the more likely you're going to end up with one of the bad players. Um, and not, not saying that it's like, Oh, one of the players that's not as popular. It's just one of the players that where you could end up in maybe some sticky situations. Um, maybe they won't treat you that well. Maybe they've got kinks that are a little bit more aggressive. Um, that sort of thing. That's how you end up deeper and deeper into that side of things. And I consider myself very, very lucky because every single experience I've had with a player has been phenomenal. Like I, I don't have one bad thing to say about anyone I've ever been with. So your first two experiences with, uh, with sports players was situations you managed to make happen through social media. Yes. Yeah. And then from, from there on out, it's kind of word of mouth amongst what players and, and these guys and their teammates. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's fun. Like it's not, um, it doesn't feel like a business. It's more just like, Hey, like this girl's amazing. If this, this girl will do dominatrix work. Dominatrix, dominatrix work is the most requested. Um, that's crazy. I got Amongst these athletes. Like they're wanting to just be, yeah, domi- sure. they're, they're all wanting to be dominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's varying degrees of it. Um, I'll always ask the guy like, well, what exactly is it about this that you want? Is it the role playing? Is it the like prop work where like you want to be smacked? Like what about it is? And then I can kind of gauge of like how I'm going to enter the situation. Um, and like it, it, it's great because I came into this whole sexual world, you know, figuring out how to maintain those like distances with people. My um, question walking so, into a room and just blowing them, you know, and walking out. Right. Um, I, my question is, so since you didn't have like any other girls to talk to and you were kind of just doing this, like, it sounds like you weren't even really planning on getting paid in the beginning, but it kind of just led into, well, would you do it if you got yeah. paid? And you were like, yeah. How did you start setting prices for yourself without like talking to anyone else that has been doing this? <laughs> Um, I, the first guy, I literally asked him, I said, how much do you want to pay me? <laughs> and he's like, three bucks. I had, um, <laughs> the only experience I had prior to that with pricing was when I was trying to get the first guy uh, into bed, like the first affair I ever had. Part of that whole thing was he had a, uh, like a little obsession with rub and tugs and when I was saying to him, like, hey, do you want to picture me with your wife? Like, is that something you would ever want? And then we started to get in, getting into lesbian talk. And I started to figure out, okay, what if I tried to get him to watch me with someone else, like at a rub and tug? Do they have rub and tugs where they treat women? So I ended up at a girls only rub and tug where it was can like you, all can you, women can you break that down for us a rub and tug i'm not sure i mean that's jacking oh, off sorry. right okay <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's a massage parlor with a happy ending oh okay all right yeah, yeah. i think rub and tug i guess would be the uh canadian slang for it maybe no I, i've actually heard <laughs> that before I it's just... it's universal so you went to, <laughs> you went to an all girls yeah. so all girls and then that price I paid that girl $200. And what'd she um, do? So I kind of had it. She uh, fingered me and sucked on my tip. 
damn. And for 200 bucks. 200 bucks, yeah. But she was beautiful. Really? <laughs> really, really pretty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was that, and then I had the pricing for my panties, which the most I'd ever charged one guy um, for, like, a whole package of things was $500. So it's now, kind of going off of both of those things. Well, so was that stuff with like selling your panties? I I, I kind of missed the, um, yeah. the the panty talk. I was eating a piece of pizza. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but are they? Do you sell them like you know like unwashed? Mm-hmm. Is that the thing or yes? Really, that's the thing. And do you really? Yeah, do it, you really wear them or is this just horseshit? Oh yeah, yeah. So when you go onto these sites, buyers know exactly what they want. They will, if you approach them or they approach you, they will tell you exactly what they want. They'll be like, I want the panties uh, you worked out in this you, morning. <laughs> yeah, for... Exactly. Or they'll be like, can you wear these for 48 hours? And they 48 are. Hours? They want them well fucking yeah. seasoned. Do you get more yeah. money the longer you wear them? You get more money the more you wear them, the more things you attach to them. If you, they want photos of like the day's wear, if they want a video of you masturbating Damn. in them. Um, you can, there's called, there's this thing called panty stuffing videos where you stuff the panties up your vagina, you masturbate, and then you pull the panties out all on camera and they'll pay top price for that because what, then the panties Christ? are completely soaked. What's yeah. that hidden for? Um, what's a soap? I charge 100 for that. $100? Yeah. But if, if that's just the panties. That's just the panties. That's just the panties. Um, that's without the video and all that. Exactly. It's an extra fifty dollars for the video, but really? it was a personal video, right? And it didn't show my face or anything like Do that. Do you accept um, uh, Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> have Have you ever like, showed your face in any of this stuff? Any? I I did, and I regret it mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I actually like kind of fell for two of my buyers. I just sound so ridiculous. One of them lived in Australia and like he was really fucking hot. Okay, like really hot. And we like I don't know how it happened, but like we just started talking. There's this app called um Peak that you just like it's kind of like a private messaging app and that's where you take all your panty selling discussions into and if you ever like charge for um, there's these things called girlfriend for a day or girlfriend for a week packages and that's just like you'll end up talking to them for a week and like being their quote-unquote girlfriend um i was his girlfriend for a day and we ended up having like literally the best conversations i've i'd had in forever and we just made this super connection and then we kept talking for literally months and i fell for this guy and i sent him so many photos with like my face in it, just like full news. I sent him full porns of me masturbating with my face in it. Like I trusted this guy. I was a, I was an idiot. It didn't like, it didn't come back to bite me in the ass, but like we don't have a relationship anymore. And like, if and, I and ever became like he has it, like someone mm-hmm. could put that of me. And so I do regret that because definitely I always say this. I'm like, if I ever became famous, the very first day, I would just, the first interview I had, I'd be like, look. There's, <laughs> there's, there's shit out there. Yeah. Let me tell you. Look, yeah. let's get this yeah. out of the way. Like Eminem, <laughs> exactly. like Eminem yeah. in that rap song thing. 
yeah. where he just t- t- said yeah. everything bad about himself. <laughs> now yeah. what? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Now that, that was like one that of my questions. Sense, it does. It does. That was like one of my questions though too. Is like, um, like out of all of these people that you you know had these relationships with, like, how is it to you know not have like a, a serious relationship? Like, do you start to like really catch mm-hmm. feelings and shit? You know what I mean? Because I mean, oh, yeah. no matter what, I mean, you're you're probably seeing some of these people multiple times. You you build relationship. You talk to them a lot. You know what I mean? So like at some point, you know, you might actually like catch feelings for these people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it fucked me up, like, bad. Um, It was partly because of the addiction to wanting, like, higher and higher powered men. Mm. Um, And then not not even knowing what life might look like with a normal man. Um, And then partly that I was just turning sex into, like, that was my hit. Like, that was my cocaine. I've never done cocaine, Mm, by the way. But that was, like... (laughs) that it was it was a full-on addiction and you can't operate in normal life um let alone if it's like that kind of sex addiction Mm. you cannot even fathom what a regular relationship will look like at that point so i was getting to a point where i knew what was happening to me and i knew it wasn't good and it was keeping me from even like trying to understand what a healthy relationship could look like so you haven't um, done coke. And, you haven't done coke. Have yeah, you done any other drugs? No. You're drug free no. all the time. Drug free all the time. Yeah. So, so weed. Yeah. No weed. Look, no prescriptions. No nothing. Ever. No. 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 I'm like I'm the cleanest, like straightest girl like you'll ever meet. That's it's, amazing. I, I never even had a puff in the cigarette. Like nothing. Good um, for you. Um, I don't. I barely drink. Allie. Sex was my like outlet. Allie, do you date? I mean, and how does that? I mean, I mean that, that it's that must be weird. I don't fucking know. Like, do you yeah. date? Yeah. You date? So I didn't. But I I I have someone now. Oh, um, so you have I a boyfriend? I have a boyfriend now. We we're just. I just came out of my like relationship with with all the cheating, and um, I'm now just like getting into things with with a guy um, so does he know is, he knows he knows about my past he okay. doesn't like it but oh, so, he, so he you're knows. not you're not currently uh working no i'm oh. not oh, okay just, just as recently so it's been a couple of months um i'd say i think august is really the last mm. last round uh when the um, of the MLB team of the business, <laughs> so it'll be yeah, it'll be a, a good test um, coming up in the new season. Spring training, we'll see yeah. how how strong you are on spring training be down in Arizona yeah. or Florida. Yeah. See who has a good season. Do you go, yeah, yeah. Do you go to Arizona a lot for spring training? Was she that probably like- go to Florida. She's on the East Coast, Florida. <laughs> yeah, Florida, Florida is where it's at. Um, is is that like your little uh, spring spot? <laughs> I can't. Um, Sorry, they're arguing. I'll, I'll be- tell you. <laughs> you're, you're I'll fine. tell you a Go. funny story. Actually, there was a guy. I, I was. This is when I was in Atlanta for a little bit. And, living uh, there or visiting? Living there for a little bit. I was. I was working there full time with my full time job, and uh, this is, I was kind of dabbling on the side at, at the time with with some players there was one player <laughs> who like 
wouldn't wanted the full on dominatrix like experience. So whenever I would go over to his place, I would have like a massive bag of shit. Like my whip would be in there, blindfolds, handcuffs. I would have <laughs> I would have this like restraint system where it was basically like cuffs that would go around the ankles and a bar would go between it. So it would basically like separate his legs and restrain him at the same time. And I would tie that down to the bed. So like he literally couldn't move his legs. Um, and this guy loves dildo work. Oh, Jesus. So, oh <laughs> this is just to give you an idea of what we're talking about in terms of caliber of men. Like this is one of the guys that won um, whatever the fuck that World Series thing is called. Um, but he, he, this was shortly before he won it. <laughs> he had requested my services one night, and this was like in the dead heat of the summer. He lived on the penthouse floor of this like massive condo. Um, you'll never see a place like this. Like, I, I, it was the doors to this fucking place. I would have to like literally pull with my whole body weight just to open like the door to his bedroom it was like floor to ceiling like it was ridiculous anyway i wanted to give you that idea because like like extreme extreme luxury extreme luxury but he had this air conditioning system that was operating off of one of those like smart systems yeah and something had gone wrong with it where it wasn't working for like literally a week. And I hadn't talked to him for quite some time. So I had been messaging with him and I said, Hey, like, uh, do you want to see me? Um, we were like trying to figure out a date. And then he just goes like, you know what? My air conditioning is not working. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I kind of didn't really think about it until three days later when I saw him, I came over and, um, <laughs> I walk into his place and I, I don't still don't operate on Fahrenheit, but like this must place must have been like fucking 40 degrees Celsius, which is insanely hot. Um, he was like drenched with sweat. There was like, I immediately as I walked in, I was like starting to sweat. And I was like, this is right. This is the year that they were going to win the world series. And like, he was like, it was a couple, they, were, they had like back-to-back games. This is the next day they had like a double header. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, sorry, you've been sleeping like this and living in this place for the last week. He's like, yeah. I'm like, don't you have people to help you with this shit? I was like, come here. So I have this bag of all, like I have my dildos. I have like these like ball things that restrict his balls. I, like I have this on my <laughs> shoulder. I'm carrying it with me. And I walk over with him to his thermostat and I'm like, Figure, trying to figure it out with him, this multi-million dollar player, like literally about to go win the World Series, and I'm like trying to troubleshoot his fucking thermostat with him because <laughs> nobody else is helping him. Like it's, it was actually unbelievable, and I'm like, you guys have like nutritionists and shit, like working with them for all these things. Like, how are you sleeping this kind of heat? Like, it was actually unbelievable to me. But that just like goes to show you the kind of like. Humble might be the wrong word, but this is like how these athletes are. They are very humble people, and I truly believe they deserve everything they get, like all the money in the world. They deserve it more than any guy on Wall Street. 
um for sure any Derm- fucking like working these guys it. are the yeah yeah so so did you get the thermostat fixed <laughs> i did you I did, did. We, we went <laughs> through like you, a full you yeah with full youtube and google session because i was like i'm not fucking you like this like this is ridiculous <laughs> all right so, um, so-, so we spent yeah we spent a good hour on it but we got it done my my question is fuck the thermostat and all that shit what is like your normal fucking like your I guess some people would say like overnight bag, you know what I mean? But like what's your what's your fucking like your bag that you just bring when you're sex coming to like bag. meet with a client? Yeah, your sex bag or your fucking your toy bag. Like it, does it depend on the person or you just bring all of the shit just in case like a motherfucker's into some freaky shit? It depends on the person. If it's I'll, I'll know if they want dominatrix stuff, then I'll bring everything. Um if it's just someone who wants sex, uh, it's really just a hair tie and that a girl. <laughs> yeah. lube. I'll bring some there lube, like um, like some like tasty lube and stuff like that. Stuff that have some fun, but like just the basics, That's about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all you need. <laughs> Who's the best in bed out of all the different athletes? By name. <laughs> um, <laughs> By sport. The best. Okay, so oh, by sport. Um, Unless you have a different way, I know you said crazy equals good. Yeah. yeah, so the best athlete I ever had in bed was the first guy. He was the NHL the player. Guy. That was the lunatic. Yeah, yeah, he was the lunatic, and I'd never had sex like that before. I never had sex like that again. After For him. real, he was even damn. after doing all this very shit, unique. You yeah. Can, wow. Yeah. Oh boy, put yeah. It down. Is you, do new, you ever hook up but, with him anymore? <laughs> No, and I it's it's totally fine because like he's in love and I'm actually so happy for him because he was the one player that wasn't a cheater. He and he mm. wanted to wait to like actually fall in love and get married and like do it right. And I was rooting for him the whole time. Like I loved him as a friend, um, but I knew I wasn't right for him. So like it was really awesome to see him finally like get the girl and she's fucking I know she's wild in bed like I can just tell by looking at her which is yeah. wonderful um, but surprisingly the best sex I ever had is the sex I'm having now um, oh is that right your and current he is, boyfriend huh he's yeah he's not an athlete he's your regular Joe and he's like just beyond anything I'd ever had are you saying that ever. just because you have to because you're like yeah. in a relationship <laughs> No. no, no, he ain't got no NBA. No. Dick. Does he know you're doing a podcast tonight? No, no. Uh, sorry, he does, but he's not gonna listen to it. Uh, he don't want to hear all this told shit. Me that, yeah, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. He's read the book. He's read the book where I like go into detail, Rod. But he's just not like. It's like that's enough he's for over me. It. Right? He doesn't really. Enough. I don't need no. Yeah. More. And how long yeah. have you guys been together, Ali? About six months. And there's never been any trust issues come up. Good question. There is. I there bet. definitely mm, is. I and bet. I, I, it's, that's on me. And like, you're tripping on him, I, not vice versa. No, he's tripping no, off yeah, her. I, tr- I, I trust him 1000%. Because you're putting it on me. his ass. <laughs> yeah. Because he's sprung. Yeah, he's fucking sprung up yeah. that puss. So, but yeah, I would imagine yeah. there'd be trust issues coming up. No, I mean, like, for real, yeah. because you got to think about it, like, too, like, 
I know if I if I'm dating a girl and she's fucked all these kind of like you know these superstars, these, Man, these, these superstars, like these yeah. fucking football, yeah. whatever, like whatever the case may be, it's like God damn, how do I how do I amount to that? You know what I mean? Like shit. And a lot of it, like he's he's into sports, and so he'll like know who some of these players are, and oh, he'll like oh, some of them are his favorite. He'd be like, right? babe, you fucked him, and, right? How was that? Yeah. Does this get you yeah. hot? You know, like. He don't have yeah. a favorite team anymore, so huh? He, he don't like any football yeah. teams or nothing. He's like, fuck that. Can't do it. I'll tell him to, like, bad talk them. Like, if someone comes on the screen, I'll be like, no, just please don't like them. His like, dick's small. Don't worry about him. Yeah, it ain't so you're yeah. telling them in yeah. a way that, man. Like I'd be like, really, yeah. babe? Him too? I never fucker. I never, I never fucked him. I just put a dildo in his yeah. ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a dildo yeah. shoved yeah. up his ass. Okay, I have a question. But he's not gay. We <laughs> start to wrap things up. We're not wrapping up yet. Well, this is I'm having fun. Yeah, we got plenty of time. I can't even fucking. Well, every time I go to talk in the mic, Nanny fucking looks at me crazy because she thinks I'm gonna say something fucking outlandish. Allie, I've been, okay, Allie, I've been being nice. How much more time do you have? I got time. I got time. Okay, yeah. well, I have See, a question for it is, because, Ali, it seems like you're pretty good at reading men and knowing, like, what personality yeah. almost to put on for them. I'm going to stare at you like you <laughs> stare at me. Can you tell yeah. these men's voices apart that are these three guys in front of me talking to you? What about us? How, what? Tell can them you, apart. Can how you tell know. their voices apart, like, just when they're talking to you? Uh, yeah, I can tell them. Yeah, I can, for sure. Yeah. What would you say about each end of, each one of them? Oh, okay. good, good question. Yeah, so that's, oh, wait, that's Ron okay, B so talking okay. to you. Okay, so Hi, Ron B, you said? I called yeah, her go Brandy. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, go Ron B, talk to her so she knows which voice is yours. Allie, this is Ron B. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he's he's the guy that's going to fuck. Like, he is going to fuck. Fuck? Um, he's, yeah. So he's the guy I would expect, like, if I'm going into the bedroom with him, the kind of fantasy I have with him is like, there's going to be a beer on the nightstand. Um, I want him to watch me walk into the room and like, I want him to kind of just be sitting on the bed and be like, I want you to fuck me right now. I want you to get on top of me right now. Like that's the kind of attitude I get from him. Um, And that's what I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him the show. I'm going to make sure I'm going to be on top of him a lot. Um, I'm going to go like backwards, Carl girls. I'm going to do all of that stuff where it's like, I'm showing him my body um, and trying to turn him on that way because I think he just really likes to fuck. And then really at the end is where I'm going to entertain him and kind of say like, do you want to come from behind enough, me? Enough, like, enough. No, no, this is great. She's this good. Great. Yeah, yeah. She's good. Why are you fucking cutting her off? What the fuck was that? I hope you have three hours fucking on your schedule. Hey, what the fuck was that? Our next voice is Jay. Jay, say something to her so she knows what voice is. Hi, hi, Allie. I'm Jay. I'm the one that's been reaching out to you. Oh, yes. Let's hear it, Allie. This one. Break it down. I feel like I'm getting my fortune read. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Jay, Jay knows how to kiss. Um, He's going to turn me on. Yeah, he's going to turn me on just by kissing me at the front door. And um, when I have him in bed, like, I'm not going to request missionary, but it's going to be part of our sexual. Oh, I bet. Um, 
And really with Jay, it's, it's going to be more about making love. Like that's really where the direction I'm heading, but I, it's not, I don't want like love to be a part of this. It's just going to be like, let's get our hands all over each other. And that's where I switch up more like the intensity of like sensuality. Like, um, like what do you think your time sure, limit? Like, what, what do you think? <laughs> what, what, what do you, how, how long do you think Jay would last? Definitely not three hours. Huh? He's going to, he's going to come. The, he's going to come the quickest. <laughs> you're good. Girl, you're good. You're good. What about but, but oh, shit. I will this say is... this. I will say this. Just the first time. There if I get go. it in bed a second time, there he's gonna go. last. He'll yeah. last yeah. Round, round two, ten full minutes. Round two, he's got. Okay, it. Eric, go to Eric. Eric, talk. He's our IT okay. guy. I'm the IT guy. Okay, talk normal. I had to throw my fucking Ron B voice on. You know what I mean? Shit. No, yeah, this is me. Eric, okay. IT guy. You know whatever. She, whatever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Also goes by the name um, Faggot Eyes. <laughs> Motherfucker. She seen my IG. It's okay. Okay. All right. I, I got know. this. <laughs> yeah. Eric, she got this. Eric's going to do the least with me. He's going to be the least active with me. <laughs> He's going to be. Jesus Christ. She is a fortune teller. Let's delete this whole fucking podcast, man. We're going to just delete this whole shit, bro. That's hilarious, man. This shit is crazy. Hey, Allie, I thought. I finished. I thought you were bullshit for a minute, but fuck no. You nailed it. Yeah. All right, yeah, Let's hear the rest. Let's hear the rest. Where are we going? I'm going to give him the most show. Like, he is going to get all of that out of me. I might even do, like, little bit of a strip tease for him standing mm-hmm. up he's gonna watch it the whole time like he's okay. got his eyes on me the whole time yeah, he does. and yeah. the most he's gonna do in terms of interacting with me i know this for sure as soon as i get on top of him he's gonna put his hands like right on my hips just like really gently he's oh, not yeah. even gonna grab my ass yeah, he's sure. just gonna like kind of place them there yeah. as i pretty much do all the work um, oh, but yeah. he's gonna like it. You know what? Wow. I think I like I, I like your attitude. Yeah, <laughs> Allie, Allie's Damn. a fortune teller. Yeah, you're a fucking fortune teller. This Allie. is great, man. I love this shit. I want more of my friends over here. <laughs> hey, you, just, you just run through these motherfuckers. Oh, I know you, motherfucker. I know all about you. Look, Ali, we was good at the beginning of the podcast. At, at the beginning right. of the podcast, we can't even talk right now. Which, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's honestly, it's easier than you think. It's just about like you got to be in tune, got to pay attention, and that's what guys like. They like that, like, oh, I, I know what's up. That's a- it. Allie, who are you going to come, come back to for seconds? <laughs> well, obviously, she said you, all- motherfucker. Yeah, she, she said, you she know, the first time. Say, she didn't say that yet. She did. She said the first time, um, you know, it's going to be quick. Well, no, he's saying if, he had, if she had to pick, like, someone someone uh, out of uh, you three. Oh, uh, for sure. Second time, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it's going to be the first. I forget his name, first guy. Ron, Ron B. B. Because I... Yeah, uh, yeah. Ron thinks you got six Ron hours thinks, in your yeah, fucking Ron schedule. Ron thinks huh? he lasts three hours, so you might want to rethink that. <laughs> that is true. You got a whole that's, day planned yeah, ahead, then you're good. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> a brief three-hour yeah. encounter. Yeah, it's just a short fucking day, you know. <laughs> 
Oh fuck! <laughs> this was it. fun. I enjoyed this. No, this was dope. Thank you yeah. so much Great for being idea. here with us, man. For real. I want a round two. Thanks for chatting with me. Yeah, you should like, become like a regular fucking guest on here. Yeah, you're gonna be like the love doctor. We're gonna bring. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, we're gonna bring you dudes do on, love on doctor here with Ali. Yeah. They're they're gonna talk to you for ten minutes, doctor. and you're gonna be like, dude, this is you. you. Gotta break it down. Yeah, you yeah, this is you. Fucking... You like a finger up your butt, but you are <laughs> <laughs> not able to admit yeah. it. <laughs> oh, Ali, I'd love for you to break down one of our homeboys yeah. like that. Oh yeah. yeah. You're in the gay shit, but you haven't came out. If I was coming to your house, I'd have my bag of dildos and (laughs) and my leg spreader. You would like my leg spreader. (laughs) Okay, now for all of our listeners, I want to get into um, Ali's book. So if you want to talk about that and kind of give us the name and all that, where you can buy it, what you wrote about. Yeah. Uh, It's called This Is Not a Book About Sex. Um, Spoiler alert. There's sex in it. So it is erotica, but 50% erotica. Um, I break it down into like little individual short stories. Um, order it. Order I the use, book. Somebody order I use the book all right my now. real life experiences for this book. So I use like all the sex as inspiration for each of these chapters. Um, so I you, mix could up basically the say that you could basically say it's based on a true story. It's one thousand percent based on true story, yeah. and nice. I get in, I get I into it. it. I get into like the panty stuff and all that stuff, but like, really, I try to make it enjoyable because I want to turn guys on. And erotica is, it's an interesting little break from porn. Like, you would be surprised how turned on you can get from just like reading the words and like getting into the stories that way. And with my stories, there's the added benefit of you knowing that most of these people are professional athletes and you just kind of have to use your imagination and wonder which ones are. My question is, is it on audiobook? That's one of the things I'm going to do one day, but I haven't put it on audiobook yet. Oh, the thing okay. about, the thing about it is like, I don't know if you find my voice sexy. Like it's not, I would may have to hire someone to do it I know how to write like I know how to write and turn someone on and that's why like I wasn't gonna read out like shit for you or like read out a potential text message that I would send someone because it doesn't have the same effect I think you have a great voice when I first heard about you I was like I don't know if this is a great idea and then our first phone call or I think he um my uncle had me listen to your audio audio, and I was like holy shit her voice is nice you have like a really oh nice and she's very well spoken she is and and she she talks for sure Samuel L. Jackson is always an option too yeah, Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other old guy? The, the... So where can you buy your book <laughs> yeah. at? Yes, yes. Um, you can get on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon, anywhere. This is, this is not Jay, a book order about the book. Sex. Okay, dope. Okay, yeah, I we're going to order it. We're going to do a little shit. book club. Is it on Kindle, too? Can you do it? Yes. It's... So you yeah. got digital and yeah. paper? Yeah. Dope. Yeah. You can get the yeah, hard yeah. copy and get your cum all over it. Or <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Whatever a super hard copy at the end of this fucking week. Hey, I, want, I want some of them used panties for a bookmark. Uh, <laughs> bucks. I want some of those 72-hour ones. Yeah, yeah, those jizzies. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> They've been worked out yeah, in. Extra marinating, you know what I mean? Yeah, you did housework I, yeah. in. These motherfuckers. You, oh, Jesus. Do you have any- I kind of think you're a panty buyer. Yeah, he is. Uh, 
See, you didn't get that shit in your fucking little, you know. Oh, now he's hating. Now, yeah, now he's hating. Now he, because she came in wanting to make because, love to me. Now all of a sudden you're hating, bro. And she come to me getting her head bounced off the headboard. Yeah, she came to you for abuse. Wow. I love it. I do a little dominatrix work myself. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking tarred. Okay, Ali, is there anything else you want to say to the listeners or anyone or any like points you want to make or anything? Um, honestly, just that athletes get a bad rap sometimes. Give them a break. Everyone cheats. We're we're big sports fans here, so we like we like athletes. We're big sports fans. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think there are. Some of the best people I've ever met in this life. Um, and I think sometimes they get bad rap, so right. I think give them a break. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed yeah, so this episode. Thank you so much. We might get you on for a round two. Are we I liked it. I'm yeah. probably gonna read I'm gonna read this book. Sauce is gonna read it and jerk off on it. Like a we're gonna we're gonna fly you out here. You could do the podcast with the bag over your head if you wanna stay anonymous. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna send you we're gonna send you some gear. You don't have to put your face in it, but the guys are gonna wanna see uh, the guys are gonna the fans are gonna wanna see all the rest of you. Yeah, I got you a hoodie okay. and uh, a tank top. Awesome, awesome. I'll do a little yeah. photo shop with, like, no, no pants on. No oh, face. Perfect. No yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I feel like there was a lot of stories and shit that we didn't really get to dive into. Next too. time. So, so, so next time, we got sure. to get back into yeah. that. So. You're awesome. awesome. I had a great Thank you so time. much, Ali. Yeah, we appreciate it. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Are we closing out with music, or? We're going to close out with the one. Two, three, or no. I don't know. What the fuck are we doing? Well, let's... That was I actually, don't know if I'm off the phone. Let me see. <laughs> that, was, that was good. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yes, you are off yeah, the phone. That was good. That was dope. All right, any shout-outs for you guys? Oh, shit, we're still on? <laughs> we're still on. Oh, yeah, shout-out. Uh, Jeffro, Hondo, Chava. Um, there's also... I also wanted the. Oh, we got to shout-out uh, uh, Jeff Davison and uh, Rodale Baseball. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're on a... Yeah, shout out to Jeff. Um, also, I want to shout out on March 4th, there is a tournament for baseball in Rodeo. Softball. For, in softball f- in Rodeo for Big Mike. Um, mm. So come there. Uh, we'll have a booth there. We'll be selling some gear and March stuff. March 4th. Yeah. Right Any on. other shout outs? Shout and, out to Allie. You know, and sh- yeah, shout out to Allie. Allie and sure, and shout out to Matt Judkins. He listens to, man, I don't think I've said him in a while, but Matt Judkins. Yeah. Oh, and Rob Allie. Steak. Yeah, Rob's, Rob's is a fucking, fan, bro. Oh man, Rob's he came dope. he came over to my house today and helped me with a bunch of electrical stuff. The fucking dude's awesome. Club Dirty. Yeah, That's I think cool. Ali's dope. Just so uh like for the listeners, I, I um you know I love my TikTok. I was on TikTok <laughs> and I saw this random video of this girl talking about how the rich always get over on people and she found her way to tax them motherfuckers. I loved it. It was like a uh you know, she's not showing her face. She keeps that private. But the video itself, I was like, man, this is cool. And I, like, direct message her something, something about it. I really don't know how it kicked off, but we started talking about her doing the podcast. And, man, she's, like, the the perfect guest for it. Yeah. Full of talkative, great stories. It's, it all worked out great, man, and I appreciate it. Yeah, she was dope. She had a, like... Very cool personality. For sure. Yeah. Eric, any shout-outs? Yeah, no, nah, I was going to say shout-out Club Dirty, man, because of the fucking these shirts and shit, man. Everything is coming out fucking amazing. No problems. Man, this is smooth, just man. dope as shit. The fucking 
everybody, man, I'm being compliments everywhere I go on yeah. the fucking clothes and shit. Um, but I'm excited. And everybody's I'm a, wearing it. Dude. Yeah. Everyone's. I see them everywhere. Yeah. Also, I just went to Tahoe. We have so many stickers out in Tahoe. It's dope. I, dope. I was showing them. I was like, there's a very fucking good sticker. Yeah. Um, my last little shout out or reminder. Um, our live show is April 1st. Get your tickets online. It's not um, an April Fool's joke. It is not. Everyone keeps it. asking I us. I don't know. <laughs> shout out BBG, bro. Yes, yeah, and BBG. shout out the studio. Oh shout out Jesse. Um, yes. Shout out Dre. He's not here with us tonight. And shout yeah. out to Chef Redog. I don't know where her meal's been. Yeah, I don't but know Chef Hey, so check this out. <laughs> we went to Crab in a Bag or whatever the fuck that bullshit's called. Bag Crab. He wasn't bag having crab. it. Hey. I ate like three things, Brandy. I was like, nah, Brandy's is way better. Way better. So when are you going to cook for us, Ree? Oh, look, yeah, that's, uh, crab, hey, crab in a bag. That's what I want. From what I heard, man, Matty Boy is trying to run. Matty Boy is trying to run back that fucking uh, that wagyu. That wagyu. So let's do a wagyu and crab, man. I'm down. Fuck. Yeah, man. All right, all right. My mother's whole family's from Coco County. You know, it just happened by chance that I was born in Vallejo. 